Hey, you're listening to 30 Years Later. That's the show where uh, we talk about a movie that came out 30 years ago this week. Usually it's me and Ricky Camilleri, uh, who's my co-host, talking about these movies. And uh, this week we're talking about 1990s Ivan Reitman movie uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kindergarten Cop. Uh, We had a great guest, Mary Sellis. She's a stand-up comedian and an author who's written for The New Yorker and The New York Times. Uh, She's great. And uh, which is why it's super sad and fucked up that uh, we had some kind of crazy audio problem where Ricky's audio didn't record at all. (laughs) But like me and Mary's audio did record fine. So in the interest of having like everyone's time not be wasted by this, I have gone through the episode that we have of just me and Mary. And I've kind of like pulled out some highlights (laughs) of us talking about uh, Kindergarten Cop. And so we're just going to start right uh, near the beginning of the movie. Um, so the setup is like Arnold Schwarzenegger is this crazy uh, cop who's, you know, hunting drug dealers. And uh, then he has to go be a kindergarten teacher, right? And one of the first things the movie does to soften him up uh, to us, the viewer, is to show that he has a pet ferret. And so this was Ricky's thing to, be, to give credit where credit's due. But he was like, why in the fucking world do they have him have a ferret? Like... <laughs> What's the matter? What is that? Oh, excuse me, I forgot to tell you. This is my ferret. He doesn't bite, don't worry. I mean, it does feel like one of those, it feels like whoever wrote the script came up with that and they were like, yes, that's genius because it's just so weird. Like they thought about it too hard. I did know a guy in college who had a ferret and, um, he was exactly the kind of guy you would expect to have a ferret. No, he was like a nerd who wanted to be a rock star who also wanted to like seduce chicks with his ferret. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you wait, 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 Ricky, wait, wait, please. He thought he was going to seduce chicks with his ferret? Is that was that part of the plan? <laughs> yeah, once he was like, Come to my room and meet my ferret. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked, obviously. <laughs> Honestly, it did. <laughs> no, I was like, this is weird. But I wanted to meet a ferret, you know? I, I feel like they thought it would be a way of showing his, like, soft side. But maybe they took it too literally. Because, like, <laughs> you know, ferrets are pretty phallic. And they're like, look, he has a huge a huge dick, but it's soft. <laughs> that is kind of the spirit of the movie, though. Like, he has a huge dick, yeah. but it's soft. <laughs> yeah. Are you married, Mr. Kimball? No, I'm not. He's not married, Mom! Because my main takeaway from from watching this movie was like, oh, I forgot that Arnold Schwarzenegger like was really hot. <laughs> like legitimately hot in so many different ways. Like he was obviously so muscly, but also like pretty to look at in the face, you know? Like very handsome and so charismatic. Yeah, he is charismatic in this movie. He is like one of my yeah. general notes for this movie is that it is way better than I remembered it being. And actually, I think I love it. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is great in this movie. Uh, I thought he was great. I thought he was great. Welcome to Astoria, the single parent capital of America. You got a little mustache. Must be from the milk. <laughs> I'm sorry to jump ahead, but the weirdest part of the whole movie to me is at the end where she kisses Arnold on the lips. Yes. Right before her husband walks into the room. Yes. I was just like, what? (laughs) Because there's nothing between them that's like romantic until that point. And it's the movie. 
And that moment isn't even romantic. She's just like, I'm going to give you a kiss. And then she kisses him on the lips. <laughs> they are police officers. They are police <laughs> officer partners. Like, I don't think that's a normal relationship between partners. I mean, and he's like in a hospital bed and she's like, yes. he's like immobilized, basically. So he couldn't really do anything about it. So it's almost sexual abuse by her to him. Like, you know. Yeah, but he also seems fine with it. He's like, this is normal. This is how we greet each other. It is like it is like the thing where Tom Brady kisses his children on the lips. Like it is that level of thing because it's like yeah. a non-sexual, affectionate kiss on the lips, which just isn't a thing in society in general. I don't think you know. Well, in Italian culture, it is because I had to kiss my grandfather until he was like ninety-three on the lips. <laughs> I would turn my head at the last minute to so he'd hit my cheek, but he was always going for lips. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I will say around this point in the movie, because there's they do all this stuff where he's like, you know, uh, there she's uh, his partner says like, oh, you know, you face down killers like I'm, you know, or maybe he says it. he's like, I face down killers like what can a bunch of little kids do? And I did cut to right. The kids are running around screaming. But I in this and moment he- got really scared because like I'm a new father, you know, <laughs> and I was like, wait is the next 60 minutes of this movie going to be comedy based on the fact that kids are absolutely the biggest terrors on planet earth and like are absolutely out of control monsters. And like, why would you ever spend any time with them? And is that going to make me feel really like upset about the choices I've made in my life? You know, like (laughs) kindergarten is like the ocean. You don't want to turn your back on it. Don't worry. Everything is under control. It's actually really beautiful and sweet, and it made me glad to have a child. Yeah, actually. I know. Yeah. And, and the moments with the children are, like, so sweet and really funny. And that's what I remember. Like, I, I fully, until rewatching it, thought it was a children's movie because I watched it as a kid growing up. And, like, I only remember the parts with the children. <laughs> well, that is weird when you're a kid, right? Like, you kind of just, the parts you don't understand almost, like, don't penetrate your brain. And the parts you do understand, you, like, remember until the day you die. Yeah, and I guess I was already so, like, uh, used to violence that I didn't even notice it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't even think that registered. I, they, I mean, Ivan Reitman must have done an amazing job with these children because they all seem really comfortable. My dad doesn't live with us anymore. He lives in New York and drives a taxi. My mom hopes he's going to die real soon. Hey, it's me again in the future. Uh, aren't we having a great time? Um, so just to set up this next clip, uh, they actually shot Kindergarten Cop on location. In the script, they say the name of the real town. It's Aurora, uh, Oregon. And it's actually the place where a lot of other movies were shot. Yeah, okay. Free Willy, Short Circuit, The Black Stallion, Kindergarten Cop, Free Willy, Free Willy 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, <laughs> Benji the Hunted, The Ring 2, Into the Wild. Uh. The Guardian, the Green Room, and the Goonies were all shot there. And then Benji. (laughs) I used to love the Benji movies. He's always lost in, like, beautiful woods. Now we know where. There was a big genre of movies in the, like, 80s and 90s with, like, lost pets. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) There were a lot of them. Milo and Otis, Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Yeah, exactly. And, like, some of them the pets talked and some of them they didn't. I remember once I got home from school and I was probably like 10 or 11 and I was homeward bound was on TV and I was home alone and I caught the end of it and I was sitting in the kitchen. We had like a little TV in the kitchen (laughs) sobbing (laughs) and my coach knocked on the door and I was like too old to just be crying alone. (laughs) It's like one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like this fucking, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like, thinks you're like the kid that's abused, you know, (laughs) like, 
sitting yes. alone in your kitchen <laughs> sobbing and you know Oh, so awkward. He's been trained to shoot. What made you become a kindergarten teacher? He's been trained to fight. But there are some things. You mean you eat other people's lunches? Stop it! So we like to end the show with a couple of questions. Uh, what did you think the most 90s thing was in the movie? I mean, it has to be the fact that, like, his accent is half of the humor. <laughs> if it just was like, it just, it's it happens so many times. Yeah, it's like, isn't it hilarious that there are people who aren't Americans? Yeah, exactly. And it's also just maybe that's part of it is that it's kind of strange to think of Arnold Schwarzenegger as a non-American. He feels so American. He feels like a, an emblem of America at this point. I mean, yeah, he I mean, was the fucking governor American of California. Poli- yeah, which is exactly. So weird. So maybe it's that it's like remembering that he's Austrian is like incredibly nineties. <laughs> I didn't even remember. I was like, he's German. Um, for me, I mean, it's like, it's hard to say because I mean, obviously on one level, it's like, it's not a tumor. Like I'm the party pooper. I mean, this is like 1990s culture forever and ever. And it's still things people know about. I mean, that's very 1990s. Um, also like the fact that it starts in a mall. Like I just, I know that's also kind of an eighties thing, like Bill and Ted kind of a thing. But the fact that the first solid, like 10 minutes of this movie take place inside a mall and it's just like unquestioned it's not like oh we're going to the mall and that's like a fun location it's just like well where else would you be but the mall like i just think that's (laughs) very 90s thinking you know um and also the way that it's like i think uh this kind of like we've been saying this kind of violent family comedy like i think you don't really get that anymore i mean there was a certain expectation back then i think that this kind of violence was like cartoony you know so it's like a it's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. Do you know what I mean? So it's not, it's okay to for children, but I think people decided that was wrong. <laughs> you know, that, that wasn't yeah. actually true. Just don't throw up on me. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw up on you, but I am gonna kiss you. I, I mean, that, that partner, that platonic partner kiss at the end. <laughs> just, <laughs> that feels so 90s to me, too. That kind of like, uh, male female platonic relationship on screen where there's so little sexual chemistry that they can kiss on the lips and it's not even (laughs) not even meant to be construed as a sexual there's no ambiguity it's like oh they're just friends kissing on the lips (laughs) i i kind of think that's what happened i think she i think she just looked at arnold and she was like i gotta get in there (laughs) because there is this i mean as much as as much as we're making fun of it, it does kind of make a kind of emotional sense in the scene because it's just like yeah, he's he's been hobbled and he's re- he's saved the day and he's kind of been reduced to being in the hospital bed looking a little pathetic. So you just look at him and you do you just want to give him a big kiss like he just yeah. He but that's what I mean is like it is it jarring to watch now, but like you know it makes sense in the movie. It's just like I'm watching it from a 2020 context where like that would never happen in a movie. <laughs> it, it it's it's all it's like you know that Guillermo del Toro movie Pacific Rim is that the one? Yeah, with Carly Hunnam and then I think the 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 love interest is Rinko Kikuchi and they have such good chemistry and I watched that movie like as a romance because <laughs> they were so together and then at the end they don't even kiss they touch foreheads. <laughs> It's so I was weird. so angry. <laughs> it's so weird, and I don't understand it. It's every big action movie these days. There's like no sexuality. Yeah. Is it like? Are you not allowed to show that in China or something? Is it something like that? 
Maybe, or maybe they're like, you know, they make those movies for teenage boys. So maybe they're like, teenage boys won't like this, like, sweet kissing scene. We don't want to. Because they're already watching hardcore porn. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Pacific Rim, it's like definitely like a an F plot. But there are <laughs> enough scenes where they're flirting. Like she is the love interest. They end up together. And they're like and the only people who understand each other's struggle. Yeah. Like I, they had great chemistry. I was like, yeah, they're going to bang. I love this. And then they <laughs> touch foreheads. So I totally. It's very so weird. Sexless. It's very and I agree weird. with you that probably, yeah, they just didn't do that work in the script. And then the actors just happened to have really good chemistry, but they didn't even capitalize on it because they'd already kind of made up their minds. You know? What's the matter? Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. That motherfucking I'm not a tumor line does land. Like, I mean, I cannot imagine something I've heard so many times still working like this. It's almost like hearing a song that you've heard like 10 million times and still being moved by it in some way. And like when they got to the point and it sort of crept up on me, I was like, oh, it's going to happen. It's happening right now. And then he says, I'm not, it's not a tumor. And I was like, yeah, that's just genuinely funny. Like it wasn't, it didn't, it doesn't seem like a big dumb catchphrase or a big dumb set piece. You're just like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was good. That was a good line. You know, like it's just, I, I was, and that's emblematic. I think of the way there's a certain like, kind of effortless effortless realism to the like Arnold and the kids stuff where it does it is ridiculous on some level like that he's drilling them like a drill sergeant and stuff but if you step back and say like okay he's a fucking crazy cop he's got no experience with kids like how in the world is he going to maintain order it like kind of makes sense and then all the way they interact with each other makes sense and it's like it's like pretty well it's like a pretty well done movie A male kindergarten teacher. That's unusual. Um, so this movie, it, what, it struck me right from the opening credits because it says, like, it, in the in the opening credits where you're you know, directed by Evan Reitman, blah, 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 starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, it says, like, screenplay by Murray Salem and two other people, and, it, and then it says, you know, based on a story by Murray Salem. And I was like, well, who the fuck is Murray Salem? And why is he getting two credits in this movie? So mm-hmm. I looked this guy up, and he's a very weird character i mean i don't have a lot of information but basically his other main credit is on this a james bond movie from the 70s and i was like oh this guy also wrote a james bond movie no he was like an extra in a james bond movie (laughs) and like that's like his only other credit and if but on the trivia on on the imdb page there's only like two things which you might think there would be a million for this movie but one of them is like murray salem wrote nine scripts and sold them all but they all got mothballed except kindergarten cop <laughs> just like, so strange oh this is the other sad slash funny thing is he's credited as the screenwriter of kindergarten cop 2 which came out in 2016 oh, marie no. salem died in 1998 <laughs> so like oh, no. <laughs> that's how long i'm speaking of like what it's like to be a, scr- a screenwriter like that's how long that fucking movie was in development you know <laughs> like stars Dolph Lundgren and Bill Bellamy I was just I just looked up I was like is that Bill Bellamy oh my god 2016 Bill Bellamy that is that is the most 90s thing about kindergarten pop (laughs) my dad works on computers and he's um, the boss of his company. And um, 
He has a mustache and a beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have that much hair, and he, his head is so big that he can't wear any hats. Well, that's basically the whole show. <laughs> Would you believe we recorded for an hour and a half, and this was what I was able to salvage, 15 minutes? And this is, like, honestly two full hours worth of editing that I did on this. <laughs> so it's kind of ridiculous. But, you know, thank you so much to Mary Sella for coming on the show. And if you want to follow Mary, uh, you can. Um, I Go to my website, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> MarySellaComedy.com. I would normally say my Instagram or my Twitter, but I'm only on my dog's Instagram right now. So actually follow my dog on Instagram. That's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, well, what's it? What's the at, Mary? Yeah. At Bear the Norwich. I run his Instagram. <laughs> I'm trying to stay off my own because I, I think the reason should be obvious. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.